Hello, everybody. I'm Pastor Johnny Paredes from Faith Foundation International Church here in Midland, Texas. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have another opportunity to share the Word of God with you. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us. Our God is so, so good and so, so big, and I pray that your life will continue to be blessed because He is so good and so big. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss a wide range of topics and to discuss what the Word of God has to say concerning those topics. God dropped something on my heart two years ago, and it was the phrase, same word, different methods. I love that phrase because it means to me to go out and not be limited by the surroundings and to talk the Word and to remember that our focus should always be the Word of God. So thanks again for joining me. Sit back, relax, and let's enter the connect room. Well, I just want to take a quick minute and discuss something that's been on my heart. It's something that really should be the foundation of what we're all about and what our purpose for our short time here on earth. And that is our Lord wants us, no matter who we are, to be united together through our love, faith, and belief in Him. The distinguishing mark of a child of God is love. It is love for one another that I know has gotten lost in today's society. We get so busy speaking and not listening to one another. It's so vital to always remember no matter what life throws at you or what situation you find yourself in, that it's supposed to be and always be about Jesus. Today, tomorrow, and forever. Jesus today, Jesus tomorrow, and Jesus forever. If you just live that, learn that, and love that, your life is so much better. There's so much unity, so much more love, so much more peace, and a lot less chaos in your life. See, it's never too late to change the situation, but we have to learn how to walk in love. And we must always, always use Jesus as our example. I love that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, love and forgiveness was still what he had and what he was all about. Even though it was hate and lack of knowledge of how good he was that put him there, he didn't allow that to move him. He didn't allow that to shake him. He didn't allow that, most importantly, to shape his thoughts or his or take away his love and, and, and promote divisiveness. See, he was our, our, our perfect example, even while hanging on the cross. He always, even at that moment, had us on his mind and still loved us greatly. Now, I know it's really easy because you see it so much and you hear it so much about what divides us. And because it is that way, we start to believe that. We start to believe there is no way, right? There is way more that divides us than unites us because that's all we hear. That's all we hear people, big people in our lives, choose to focus on what divides us than what unites us. But I promise you, there will always be more that unites us than divides us, as long as Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. You see, there are athletes, celebrities, and even, unfortunately, some church leaders who have decided either because of experiences or lack of knowledge to speak that and to promote it on a daily basis. The one thing you never saw our example, Jesus, one thing you never saw him do was promoting or trying to divide or destroy. Now, I want to make this real clear. I'm not sitting here in judgment of anyone. I just want to remind you and as many people as possible that our love, our faith, and our belief in Jesus 
right, in Jesus is still very powerful and can break barriers and allow us to show love to one another regardless of skin color, where you live, education, job, or political beliefs. You see, in the world we're living in today, there is a powerful force that right now, unfortunately, is not being challenged enough by Christians using the word or the church. And that is the concept of me, myself, and I. Look, I get it. Everywhere you go, there's, there's promotion that is saying it is okay to think of yourself more often than you do of others. But Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 7 tells us, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, right? In humility. That's the quite opposite of me, myself, and I. The word tells us, in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Remember, our, he's our example. It's Jesus today, Jesus tomorrow, and Jesus forever. The word says, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. But instead, he, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human kindness. Oh, I'm so thankful that he put others' thoughts and, and needs before his own. I'm so thankful that he's our perfect example. See, but again, we have chosen to take our eyes off of Jesus, and we have specifically chose to focus on our own thoughts, feelings, and emotions. We have put such a high value on those things that feelings and carings for others is dangerously close to not existing anymore. Jesus, our example, said, Love one another as I have loved you, selfishly. See, he, he loved us unselfishly. He puts you before him in every aspect of his life, and it's so good. You see it all the time on TV or the Internet, people promoting their own interests. And we, ha and we have been allowed to think that it's not politically correct to speak the word back at those situations or keep the word foremost in our mind in every situation and, and every part of our lives. Remember, if we want to live a life with love, unity, forgiveness, and sound mind, then we must place a higher importance on Jesus as our example, a higher importance on the word of God, instead of placing a higher importance or value our own thoughts, emotions. You see, the good news needs to be shared more often and a little louder in my opinion. We have to remember because we cannot be moved. We must not be moved by what our five senses tell us. Because anything we can see, touch, smell, taste, or feel is subject to change. The Bible in Galatians tells us there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That has to do, see, this is all has to do with our belief in Jesus. And not so much in opinions of our own or opinion of others. Just because there are those that tweet a little more and there are those that speak a little more and are on a national spotlight does not make it truth or even actual reality. Reality is there is no male or female, rich or poor, smart or dumb, advantaged or disadvantaged. We are all one. Hear me. We are all one. We are all one in Christ Jesus. I get it. Right now, they are, they are, you know, those that are speaking their beliefs, thoughts, and emotions, they're speaking them really aggressively and taking every opportunity to speak their beliefs, emotions, and thoughts. But again, 
just because it's 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 on more or they're speaking it louder or they have a bigger bigger spotlight it does not make it so again do their beliefs emotions and and thoughts do those do their beliefs emotions thoughts line up with our example our example is jesus i want to leave you with this and to make you a challenge okay john the book of john in the 14th chapter says peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid this is jesus speaking here and i want to read that again to you because it's so good and he's our example we should hang on every word this is jesus saying peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. I wanted to bring this verse up to you because to remind you that Jesus understands what you and I are facing today. Newsflash. Yes, Jesus understands what you and I are facing today and he challenges, he still challenges us. Don't let your heart be torn up by things that unsettle you. Neither let it be taken with fear that causes you to shrink back into cowardness. You know, I, I do consider it cowardice to allow ourselves to be led by our emotions and fears, especially today. If there ever was a time for a godly kingdom man or woman to stand up and teach, proclaim, and be the example of the gospel, it is now. See, we, don't, we do not need to allow athletes, actors, and politicians, their views, their thoughts, and emotions their lack of knowledge, and especially their fears to become our own and completely replace the peace that Jesus has left for us. See, allowing ourselves to stay in the state of feeling troubled, upset, and fearful will not allow us to win in life or run the race God has set before you. So take Jesus' words very seriously and refuse to let your heart be troubled. Jesus will not ask you to do something you couldn't do or something he hasn't prepared for you to do. That's so good. That's something we need to remember. That's something we need to have the forefront of our mind that we need to be teaching and being an example. And of course, showing our youngsters and even showing those people who don't know. I want to close with this. In closing, do not allow yourself to be moved or focus on our differences because of what an athlete, actor, or politician may be speaking. Refuse to yield to fear in any form. Race, refuse to fear or refuse to yield to racism in any form or refuse to yield to ignorance in any form. You have the spirit of power and love and sound mind working in you. That means you are well able. I'll say it again. You are well able. You are well able to grab hold of any negative emotion or thought, regardless of who's saying them or posting them and pull them in line with the word of God. Yes, even those thoughts, views, and emotions that challenge you to the core, you are still able to pull them in line with the Word of God. Remind yourself that you have seen the light and that hate, anger, and divisiveness is not your way or by Jesus' way. Amen? The book of Hebrews chapter 10, I'm going to tell you this, verse 39. I, I, I want to let you know about this verse. It says this, But our way is not that of those who draw back to eternal misery. That's not your way. That's so good. I'm going to reread it. But our way is not those who draw back to eternal misery and are utterly destroyed. But we are those who believe, who cling to, and trust in, and rely on God through Jesus Christ. 
the Messiah and by faith preserve the soul. Remember, you live as an overcomer in this life and choose to focus on what unites us and what divides us. We stand on a verse, and that's 1 John 4, 4, and it says, He who lives in you is greater, mightier than he who's in the world. And I want you to remember that there is always more that is coming with you than what is coming against you. I found this declaration, and I want to share it with you before I sign off for the day. And I hope that you will begin to say it, believe it, love it, and live it. It goes like this. I confess that my heart, my mind, and my emotions are not made to be refuge for fear and intimidation to take up residence in me and torment me. I refuse to nurse these negative emotions any longer or to let them operate inside my soul. I've tolerated fear too long. I refuse to retreat into a toxic state of isolation and self-preservation. God has too many things for me to do in this life to waste moment in torment and fear. So I'm moving forward by faith to defeat the enemy's strategy against me today, tomorrow, and forever. I do it in the power of the Holy Spirit and with the name of Jesus. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. See, that's just so good. That is so, so good. Ah, man, I want to leave it right there. And let's just uh, allow me to, let's close this in prayer. Father, thank you so much. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to be our perfect example. Not just in some ways, but in all ways. The way Jesus spoke, the way Jesus lived, the way Jesus reacted. Lord, that's our prime example. That's our ultimate example for us to imitate while we're here on this earth. Because if we can imitate him in all ways, then we can always walk in blessing and favor. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you just for this avenue that we can get out and we can minister your word and preach your word and remind people that it's not an, it's, when they become saved and they ask your son Jesus Christ into their Lord, into their heart as their Lord and Savior, they take on your divine nature. They take on who you are. And who you are has no room for divisiveness, right? For racism, for, for hate and anger, sadness and unforgiveness. Oh, Father, that, that has, that's none of you. It'll never be about you, Lord. So, Lord, just thank you, Lord, that the people that are hearing this, Lord, they'll go out and there'll be more kingdom men and women, godly men and women. Lord, being the examples of how you, how you told us to live is to love one another as you have loved us. Your word in Ephesians 5, 2 says, mostly what you do is love us. And it wasn't a cautious love. It was an extravagant type of love, Father. So, Lord, I pray that over our city, our state, and our nation, that just a wave and a movement of an extravagant type of love, your type of extravagant type of love, just overwhelms us, Father. Lord, because your love is stronger than hate. Your love is more powerful than, than, than racism. Your love overshadows divisiveness and unforgiveness. And, and so, Father, Lord, we're believing and declaring that our revival will be, be start today, Father, because Jesus is our perfect example. Lord, that each and every person with the sound of my voice is going to believe and declare, right, that they confess with their heart and motions are not going to be made refuge to fear or intimidation any longer. The torment is not going to reside in them, and they'll refuse to nurse those negative emotions any longer, right? Because they have the power of the Holy Spirit and the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father God, Lord. We love you. 
We give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. I, I pray that moved you today. I hope you enjoyed this recent episode. Man, I, I will continue to pray for you, and I ask that you continue to pray for, you know, our state, our city, our state, and our nation, our leaders, and even those lost athletes and superstars who just don't know. Amen. So it's our job to go out and to speak, teach, and proclaim the gospel, the good news. Amen. And I, again, I will continue to pray that the word of God and God moves in your life. We have a so, so good God and a so, so big God. Hallelujah. Always remember, he loves you just the way you are, right where you are. And remember, as always, we love you and God loves you. I'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join our service, our in-person service, every Sunday at 10 a.m. We're located at 1321 South Good Street. Also, please join us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. for our Facebook Live services. Man, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting you. I can't wait to see you. Uh, man, have a wonderful day, week. Uh, man, thanks again so much for joining me in the Connect Room.